Does anyone know what day it is? Monday! What is it called? Monday! Time to try again. Time to start something new. Time to let go of our past mistakes and look forward to the new experiences. Do I dare say this? New mistakes. Yes, mistakes to learn and grow from and discover who we are. They tell us that we can do hard things. We are resilient and move forward in faith, knowing if we make Monday a day we look forward to, then we can make the rest of the days just the same. Let's get through the day by starting with motivating Monday. Welcome, welcome to another episode. Hope you guys all had a great week. Um, just some announcements. Um, I have my website that I've been working on and working my butt off on. Um, you're welcome to go to that website. It's www.ichoosemecoaching.net. Uh, and... Uh, you can tell me how you like it so far. Um, you can you can watch as I continue to build it. Um, I'd love to hear your ideas. I'd like to hear your opinions on what you like. And you can tell me if it looks like crap or not. But um, <laughs> I hope you guys will like it anyway. Um, I have a really exciting episode for today. It's about therapy. And... Um, and therapy is like the greatest thing that's ever happened. And it's probably the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And so I would like to share you my story on that. And I hope you really like that. And it's very powerful and very motivating episode. And I really hope that you guys feel that motivation after it. And um, enjoy. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Motivating Mondays. Um, This week we're talking a lot about therapy and the ways that it has helped me with um, my own ADHD and but has helped me through the low self-esteem that I developed growing up while not being officially diagnosed with ADHD. And it helped me get through some um, hard things that I went through in my life. And um, so I would love to share my story with you on that. So growing up, I was pretty happy and content. I was very shy and quiet. I struggled socializing with others. I thought that was normal. When I went to get tested for learning disabilities, it was when I noticed I learned different. But it wasn't till I started getting bullied and feeling like I don't belong, struggled in relationships was when I noticed that there would be something more going on. One of the first things that I noticed is that my friends or classmates would learn a lot quicker than me. They could pick up on what the teacher was saying a lot faster than I could. They could do everything fast and it was super frustrating to try to keep up with them. I felt so behind. I could feel their frustration with me because I felt like I held them back. I wasn't fast enough for them. Even physically, trying to exercise and play sports, I was so awkward. Even if it was dance, I again felt slow and lagging. Last place in any race and not coordinated. 
like really not coordinated, guys. I was pretty clumsy. I felt behind in everything. I felt like my friends, my classmates, my family members knew what they wanted in life. And for me, I had no clue what I wanted. They had their own opinions about things, and I did not feel like I even had one. I felt like I was too stupid or too immature or too childish to have one. Or if I, if I even tried to develop one, I would just get laughed at immediately. I do realize that a lot of that was the way I was raised, but just trying to form sentences to make sense to others was frustrating. I sometimes had no idea what to say back, and it would hit me ten seconds later. I stumbled and mumbled my words. Um, I discussed this when I w- in my bullying episode where I would get caught up in hesitating too long and trying to figure out what to say to them when someone was like confronting me. And so I would very much just be like, okay, I'm not going to say anything back. And then I would feel the regret later on that I didn't say anything back to them. And that would often get extremely frustrating and made me really angry at myself. And I would take it out on myself. A lot wouldn't make sense. I got labeled for being awkward or odd. I struggled keeping conversations going, not knowing what to say here and there. I wanted to make sure the other person knew I was trying to listen, but I struggled. (laughs) There were so many things going on in my brain. Like, my brain would constantly go from five different things all at once. Like, okay... What to say back to this person? Oh, what what was those sounds that I just heard? Or what do I need to do today? Or, oh my gosh, I like this song that's coming up randomly in my head. I feel like there's a million different tabs going on in my brain all the time. Oh, it smells good in here. Oh, the only times that I could legit sound normal was when I would talk about subjects I knew a lot about. I had my obsessions like with psychology, with relationships, with how people were. And I would constantly want to talk to people about it and just dump it on them. And they're just like, okay. And I would do it to anyone who is willing to listen. And I knew I was bothering them super bad because I knew they didn't want to just sit there and listen to me going on and on and on about psychology. Um, I, not to mention me constantly like, interrupting people because I would get so compulsive and I still get really compulsive sometimes and want to interrupt. I'm working on that. It's extremely difficult to control, but I'm working on it. I was so socially awkward and I could tell by the way I was being treated by others that something was wrong with me. People would rush me, group impatient and would say rude things to me. You're too slow. You need to be a lot faster. Hurry up. People pointing out my shyness all the time. How about coming over and getting to know me more and actually you talking to me? Oh my goodness, why does it always have to be me? Right? Sometimes I would want them to initiate. Getting laughed at for things I said that didn't make sense. Or laughed at how I responded to things. Um, I was made fun of for certain faces I would make. That Sometimes that was just like my quirks. Or like just a little tick, you know? Um, and repetitive movements, um, rocking back and forth, tapping my foot, tapping my, my hand. Um, and a lot of this, these little quirks I would do, I would mask them. I would hide them. And I think that's why it would come out on my face and I had weird looks or whatever. Because I was masking all my symptoms. 
But it wasn't until like I started getting comfortable in in a certain atmosphere that my quirks were coming out way more because I wasn't masking anymore. I was finally accepting them. Um, there was such like uh, and I would also have like really crazy ideas that would just come out, and people would just be like, "Okay, what the heck was that?" You know, and that was really random, or that was really random that you said that, or whatever. Um. There was such a lack of understanding of myself. And I just assumed that I was just this weird, awkward person. And it wasn't okay. I started getting that feeling that, you know, my difference wasn't okay to my family, friends, to anyone. Um, I felt I felt seriously like a monster. Just a thing that didn't belong. And I felt isolated, secluded. I felt depressed. And it was to the point that was very serious. Um, I had suicidal thoughts that maybe I should just not exist because I don't belong here. I felt isolated, sadness, and angry. I would plot ways to get revenge, but never follow through. I made the mistake to not tell anyone about it. It was at this time I self-soothed myself with pleasure and later developed into addiction. I was heading down a dark path at a young age. I had my whole life in front of me and I was losing hope. I didn't have any real friends, just friends who pitied me and pretended to be my friends. It wasn't just social life that sucked, it was my academics. I was behind in school, nothing made sense to me, I couldn't focus. My classmates would finish projects and assignments, had their own ideas that made them, well, to me, they seemed accomplished, they seemed confident, they seemed to know who they were. Me, I struggled to get anything done. I solely relied on my parents nagging to get anything done because I wouldn't do it. It was just that I didn't want to. It was because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to start or where to start. Or, you know, things were just super overwhelming. Like, there's so much to do all at once. Like, if it was a huge project, I would know. Rushing through assignments just to get done and over with, feeling overwhelmed, burned out, distracted. I felt like I couldn't accomplish anything on my own unless I was nagged to death or like there was seriously like a set deadline. And that added that sort of like procrastination, like I'm going to wait till the very last day. And then it's like this rush to get it all done. Okay. I do that all the time. I do that when I'm late to something. It's always a last minute. Um, cause I crave the rush. I crave, oh, I'm going to hurry and get it done. And then you kind of get that dopamine rush, right? Um, that added a whole other part of my low self-esteem. I just felt like I couldn't be successful because I couldn't stay consistent. My brain was always moving on to something else new and exciting or completely opposite, not feeling any motivation at all to do anything. I could stare at a wall all day if I wanted to and get absolutely nothing done. Then I would get frustrated because I didn't get anything done and would beat myself up constantly. It was just a never-ending cycle. I felt like I was in chronic depression my entire life, just did things to get by. But when I started going through problems in my marriage, and it wasn't related to my ADHD at all, um, but... But plus, I also knew I had my own ADHD stuff, like trying to get things done. But and it just kind of made things worse. It was kind of something on top of everything else that was going on. My suicidal thinking, sometimes attempting, would reappear. And by then, I finally got help. 
I saw a therapist and still to this day was the best choice I ever made. I didn't care that my ex-husband didn't want therapy. I cared because of the first time in my life I knew I needed to choose me. This was my life, my responsibility. The longer I was in therapy, the more I knew I had to work on myself. And the best thing was, I finally had someone in my life that believed in me and accepted me for who I am. All it took was for someone to see that. And I started to see that in myself. She taught me boundaries to stand up for myself, that it was okay to need space and time to do things, that I was different, but that it was my differences that made me, me. It didn't matter what anyone thought of me. It was what I thought of myself. I started going to extensive therapy every week and learned more skills. I loved it, and I found myself there. The many hidden talents I didn't even know I had, and it was because I was surrounded by people who accepted me and taught me so much. I saw and found who I am, and I would never change that. And even like to this day, I go, oh yeah, I don't sit there and wish that everything could have been different and I could have gotten diagnosed so much earlier. Yeah, it would have been nice. But I wouldn't have gone through everything that I've been through if it wasn't for me getting diagnosed so much later. I wouldn't have had the main, the amazing experiences I've had and the amazing challenges I've had. And I wouldn't have learned so much about myself if it had been earlier. And yeah, my life probably would be so much different. But I'm not going to sit here and waste anger and emotions on it. Because um, that's not healthy and and it's not productive and it doesn't keep me moving forward. I knew I had to let go and forgive those that hurt me. I knew I had to make hard decisions about who is now in my life and not in my life to keep me emotionally safe. I've learned how to set boundaries, stick up with myself. Though I still struggle, I'm not perfect by any means, but I know I can pick myself up again. Understand my brain needs more processing time and that it is okay if it's delayed. Okay that I learn slower. Okay that I do weird, awkward things socially. Okay to be awkward. Okay to be different. Okay to struggle. Okay to change and grow. Okay to cry and have emotions. Okay to not sit still. Okay to be silly and have some fun. To be like a child. To laugh. To play. To be goofy. Um, one of the many, many talents that I learned that I had was my ability to connect with children. And I now know I am an awesome mom because I have that personality with my ADHD that I can really connect with children and play and play with them because I love to play and pretend and to imagine and to daydream and that is all the child's world and so that makes me a really good mom I'm okay to not be like anyone else but to be you disability and all um I hope you guys learned a lot from this little (laughs) experience and um and I hope you really take that into heart and to apply it into your own life. And no matter if you have a disability or not, you know, whatever challenges, 
and but know that hope is out there and know that you can work on yourself and get over things with changing your mindset and changing into a positive mindset it's not easy and there are many times in therapy I was just like okay this is dumb I'm gonna give up and and then the very next day there was something that just stood out to me and I tried it and it actually made me feel better or things that I would remember and then I'm like oh yeah okay I can do this and so even though it might have taken me longer or um, it didn't sit with me, you know, it may might have taken me a long time to use the skill, but I finally understand it and um, I finally got the hang of it. It just took me a little bit longer. and But that was because I've, I'm now accepting, okay, I process things slower, okay. I do things a little bit different. I'm, my brain's a little bit different. But I only know all that because of therapy. Because <laughs> um, you would learn like all these kinds of tools to deal with your emotions. You would learn you know, what you can do with your emotions. You are in control of your emotions. You are in control. You get taught what you are in control of. How you want to approach people. How you want to approach yourself. You have that all, you have that control. And depending on what disability or even what challenge or whatever you are going through, you can adjust that to your level. And that's what's amazing. Like some of these therapists are so well trained and they know ADHD or they know autism. So they know exactly what they're doing. And um, I was blessed, you know, to have really good ones and of course you have to be selective and to be mindful of who you're selecting to be your therapist but um just pay attention to how you're feeling you know if you feel like you have to keep everything inside then you're not feeling safe but if you feel like you can talk to them and be yourself then you are feeling safe with them and you're feeling emotionally safe and that's important and so that's something that's a piece of advice I would definitely say um group therapy sessions are amazing too because you could all have a common thing that you're all going through the same thing and you find out you're not alone and you have others that will help you along the way and support you I still talk to my group it's been years and I still talk to them and we still kind of check in every now and then with how we are all doing and it's not just for people with addictions or really bad depression you know therapy's for anyone it could be the littlest thing too just going over a little bit of a problem or trying to reach a goal you know it is okay and it's nothing to be ashamed of and you can have the smallest problem in the world and <laughs> be able to go to therapy and feel so much better and so um there's just so much to learn in therapy and i'm just really grateful that I went through that experience. Therapy didn't change me. I changed me because I chose me. Um, and when I think about this, 
this the most important thing is that you're going in with the mindset of changing yourself and you're not there because you're like oh well therapy they're gonna change me they're gonna do everything they can to change me and they're gonna do it no sorry it doesn't work out that way the change comes from you you have to do the work and the more the more you put into it the more you're gonna get out of it and that's with any program and that's seriously the truth of course with exercise and nutrition you might be thinking well how do i accomplish this when i have like a disability i promise you that if you bring that up in your therapy like even though you're not specifically there for your disability you can tell them and just say hey look i struggle with keeping consistent bring that up to them and tell them what you need from them and they will be happy to help you to stay on track or of the goal um i had to do that with my therapist a few times because i struggled staying consistent so then i would say okay i'm going to adjust my goal and just i'm going to try to do this certain thing tool for one day you know and you can just make the goal super super easy and um and then you started that and then you can um go up from there there's a lot of different ways but um, I just wanted to add that punchline that, you know, you, um, can, you can ask for what you want and need and the accommodations you need in therapy. And that's what they're there for to help you. And so if you don't bring it up, <laughs> then they're not going to know. Okay. So you, you have to make it work for yourself. And that is such a big key with therapy. And, um, I hope that's like one of the many takeaways that you get from um, this. And um, I want to thank you for listening. And um, and I hope that you'll um, your week will go a little bit brighter and happier. And um, I hope that you felt inspired. Um, I really hope you learned, you know, you know when to get help make sure it's sooner than it was for me okay (laughs) don't do what I did (laughs) and get all the way to the point of where you're wanting to wanting to kill yourself (laughs) don't get to that point you know um you gotta get to that point you gotta um at least get help you know when you're starting to feel that depression and um and reach out before and um and get help even if you're afraid to reach out i mean i know a lot of people that are afraid to go to therapy and they're like oh i don't know what they're thinking oh my goodness you guys these guys therapists have dealt with so many different people that's what they're trained to do and they don't just sit there and be like and and judge every little thing that you do no they're they are so trained in how they handle it and then they go home and they make sure they follow HIPAA and they they don't repeat and they go on about their daily lives but they are super trained in what they do and so I don't want you to feel afraid that you're gonna be judged or anything um 
Number two, I recommend getting help with them because they know and understand you more than you think. <laughs> and why? Because they're human too. They've been through struggles in their own lives, okay? And this is why they want to be a mental health and they want to be a therapist is because they've been through struggles and they've seen positives on the other side of going through therapy and they know that it works. So trust them and trust the process and trust the program that you're in. And do you want to find someone who believes in you? Well, try them. <laughs> They're a good first person too when you feel like nobody believes in you. Um, and then number three, like therapy, they want to take away... They won't take away, um, it's helpful to know that it won't take away your disability or your challenges and problems in life, but therapy makes it easier to deal with. You learn to handle problems and to move forward. It didn't take away my ADHD, but maybe accept, uh, accept and have self-awareness and taught me to self-care when I do get caught up in the struggles of my ADHD. So it taught me ways to kind of manage it. And, um, and which is, which is amazing. That's what it should do, right? We can't just take away, can't just take away, magically disappear a disability or anything like that. It's, um, it's managing it and you have to think of it that way. And, um, it's the same if you're going in for depression or anxiety, we're all going to get depression, anxiety at some point. Some of us have the chronic depression, but with that, um, you have to constantly be working on it and you have to be constantly wanting to work on it. And, um, and that, that is what it, that is what therapy will do is help you to work on that. And it's not just going to magically go away. There are going to be a lot of experiences in life. You'll go back into depression, but now, you know, after going through the therapy, what do you think? What do you think about that now? After you've been through therapy for depression and now you're coming against that depression again. Now you know exactly what to do and how to handle it. And that's exactly what therapy teaches you. And it's pretty awesome. And it, so it, you get to the point where you don't need it anymore. And that was something my therapist would bring up with me constantly. She'd be like, I want to get you to the point where you feel you don't need me anymore because you're so confident in yourself and you know how to handle problems. And I have gone to that point. And it's pretty awesome to really feel confident and knowing I can do it and and realizing that, okay, I do have other people I can talk to. I have other people that, that can help me too if I'm struggling. And it's pretty awesome. And so, but that is their whole point. They want you to move on and forward. And um, so they give you all the tools you need to handle it. Um, so coaching is a little different. And that's something that, I'm, that I do. Um, if this is your first episode. So I am a certified self-esteem coach. And um, also in cognitive disabilities. Um, which is autism, ADHD, and learning disabilities. Um, so coaching's a little bit different. Therapy kind of works with the trauma, the past, and like, and ex and exactly what's going on in the present. But 
you knowing that the trauma in the past is really affecting your present. And so they go back and they do um, more, they work on the treatment side of it. They try to diagnose and figure out what's going on. Coaching is focusing the present and the future. So in fact, clients can get referrals um, to coaches from their therapists. So sometimes often therapists will want their clients to find a coach to help them keep up with their um, therapy goals, which is awesome because that even progresses them even further. And so and that's where I feel like coaches are so super important. They, um, they can hold them accountable and they're more of an accountability partner. Um, they can contact them a little bit more. With therapy, it's a little bit harder to get keep in contact with your therapist like on a daily basis. But like with coaches, you can keep up with them on a daily basis and a lot more frequent. Um, and you can make sure, then they make sure you are following through. They ask you, okay, what goals are you working on this week? What did you get done? And um, if not, they hold you accountable. And um, they may be tough on you and say hard things like, hey, we got we to gotta keep working on this. this you're not going to get there if you're going to keep doing it this way. And they'll help and um, problem solve and make sure you get there. And they, they're the same way in the way that they believe in you. And I hope that's the kind of coach, that's the kind of coach I want to be. I really want to believe in my clients, no matter their ability. And, you know, they have challenges and disabilities. And, but that I know that I have the confidence to help move them forward. And even though they may feel like their disabilities and challenges are pulling them back, well, guess what? You can move, still move forward and you can you have the power to do that and I I want to have my clients um, really understand the power of a healthy self-esteem and the power of the positive mindset and the power of themselves because that is what um, that is what motivates me and that is what I discovered in my in my search for therapy and for my and for guidance is i i found out that the secret to having a healthy life is first yourself choosing to be happy for yourself and it's not for anybody else it's for you for yourself you're not choosing to be happy for somebody else you're choosing happy for yourself because it is time for you to be happy it is time for you to make those choices that will bring you the everlasting happiness that you need to accomplish your goals and the things that you you were designed to do no matter your ability you're so capable of many many amazing things and I want to be the one that helps you see that Yay! Quote of the day! It's everybody's favorite part of the day. I don't know. Maybe. Anyways. <laughs> Be strong enough to stand alone. Smart enough to know when you need help. 
and brave enough to ask for it. And that is brought to you by, well, that was just on Pinterest, but awesome quote. I hope you enjoy. As always, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed our discussion today. Um, May the rest of your week go a little better, brighter, because one, you know when to get help and make sure it's sooner than it was, right? Number two, um, getting a therapist helps and they know and understand more than you think. And so you want them to believe in you and want them to know you. Um, Number three, just remember that you need to make therapy about you and not about anything else. This is for you. You choose you. You choose the help. And you choose to make the therapy, the program, work for you. It won't take away your challenges or your disabilities, but it will just make them a little bit easier to get through them and to give you the tools that you need to feel happier, to feel like you're moving forward. And not stuck in your challenges or like in your um, disabilities. Um, Embrace Monday. For the reminder, it is the start of another week to try again. And I hope you guys all remember that you can try again. You can try every, try again. Every day, all day, every second of the day. You can always try again.